Hello, Bagelites. In this latest episode, we discuss the case of Chelsea Chris, who is a Miss America finalist who committed suicide earlier last week. While discussing this, we are not making light of it, and it's not used as a comedic bit. It's merely a current event that we discuss very briefly. I'm only putting this in front of the episode as a trigger warning for anyone who has loved ones or who have themselves suffered from depression or suicidal thoughts. I am highly sensitive to this because I have suffered with depression and suicidal thoughts myself, which is why in the description for this episode, I will list a number for the National Suicide Prevention Hotline, as well as a link to a song that I did discussing my trials and tribulations with depression as well as suicide. Again, it's a trigger warning. We are discussing this young lady's case not to be funny and not to make light, but merely because it's a current event. If you have any mental health issues or if you're going through something, reach out to someone. It's never too late. Thank you. It's 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 going great. Oh, so great. Positive I've ever heard you. It was fake. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should have known. Yeah, yeah, that's not real. Am I talking to the same Will I've always talked to in life? <laughs> no. No, this one, that was laced with sarcasm. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> well, as you know, my baby girl got hurt. <laughs> Referring to my car. Oh, I was like, wait a second. Your dog? But Kobe's no. a boy. No, no, definitely not. Can't do a female dogs. They, uh... They're very needy. Um, no, my car. Yeah, what happened? Uh, I was attacked by a tree. Atlanta traffic. <laughs> no. Uh oh. Yeah. I actually don't know what happened. Uh yeah. Well, it was. I went to the Optimus, which is a great restaurant if you're in Atlanta and you like seafood. It was delicious. And then there was a little incident in the parking lot. Got hit. Don't know like why. Like someone hit you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Scratch it up pretty bad. That sucks. Oh, it gets worse. And now my my water heater has to be replaced. So they're coming to do oh. that tomorrow. Yeah. I, Yay. I saw your story about that. It's fun to be an adult, isn't it? Oh, it it really is. I'm so happy. I love spending money on stuff I didn't want. I know. If it makes you feel any better, we have squirrels that wake us up at 7 a.m. on Saturday morning trying to chew holes through our roof. So we have to spend like $2,000 to get rid of them. It's just really annoying money. Wait a minute. How how do you get rid of squirrels? Like, what is, are they going to kill them no, they have to put up, like, um, basically, like, this metal plating all over so that the squirrels can't get in the attic. Mm. They're in our attic. Oh, they're in the house. Yeah, they have, they've successfully made their way from the outside and into our attic. And now they're, like, making little nests in the attic. Um, what is that stuff called, that pink... The insulation. Here we go. 
Oh, they're eating it. No, they're not eating it. They're just oh, like was... nesting in it. And well, it is really <laughs> it <bad>. is warm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Squirrels are bad because they can chew on wires and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't think they're aggressive, though, so they're not going to attack you, but. They can cause a lot of issues if they chew on your wires, and then they can do things like ruin water heaters and stuff like that, and it ends up being way, way, way more expensive of an issue. So, anyway. Damn. That's that's why we have to get rid of our squirrel issue. Um, no Dr. Doolittle over here. You know, I can't remember the year. I think we met in like 2012. Was it 2012, 2013? 12, 13, yeah. Yeah, if you had told us then that we would be having this conversation about squirrels in the attic (laughs) and replacing a water heater, (laughs) we are so fucking lame. Oh, I say that about my life all the time these days. Just, Literally all oh, the time. Man. Like, I just oh, heard the wow. conversation replayed, and I'm like, God, we're old. We just lost <laughs> all of our followers. Yeah. Anyone like under Daniel 25. <laughs> yeah. No, Daniel is our, he's our, our true, true supporter. He'll stick with <laughs> us through it. Because he's having the same problems. Exactly. Oh, I miss so my youth. Anyways, yeah. So, so that sucks that you um, your is your car in the shop right now? No, I'm still driving it. I just don't have a mirror on the driver's side. But Oy. my first, well, my first car didn't have one, so I'm used to looking over my shoulder. That I haven't forgotten worst. where I came from. <laughs> <laughs> that literally is the worst feeling, though. Like when you don't have a mirror to look into, we. Daniel and I, this is when we were pretty newly dating. We um, went down, we went to visit my parents in L.A., and then we drove down to San Diego to see some friends. And we stopped in La Jolla, I think it was, or no, no, somewhere else. It was like um, Orange Beach or something. I don't know where we stopped. Anyways, um, we stopped wherever there's a show. Where Laguna Beach, there we go. Whew. <laughs> hey, came to my head. Is that um, Orange County? I think so. Should probably know that, but I think it is. I think it is. Um, it's just very beautiful and very rich. Um, that it is. But that we parked on the side of the street where, like, you know, people park, mm-hmm. and we were in my mom's minivan. And someone sideswiped the car while we were out and took off our mirror. And, like, they must have been going really fast because the mirror was, like, gone. Like, not hanging off the car. It was gone. Gone, gone. Or this person, like, got out of their car and was a huge a-hole because cleaned it up and then didn't leave <laughs> no. But so then we they had to drive off. Finished the job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We had to drive all the way back to... L.A. from, well, then we went to San Diego, and then we drove back from San Diego to L.A. with no mirror. And it was, it made me, like, nauseous driving, because you don't realize how often you look in the mirror. Yeah. But it's a lot. It is. 
And then I, I got kind of, here comes first world problems. So I don't expect anyone to feel any pity, but I have the light, like the, uh, blind side mm-hmm. assist. So it'll mm-hmm. beep when someone's mm-hmm. pulling up. And now that I don't mm-hmm. have it, I'm like, oh. well, this is bullshit. This is for poor people. <laughs> you actually have to crane your neck to look. Yeah. Yikes. What the hell am I working for? So, they owe the oh, department. No. I mean, that's definitely a first world problem. However, it, it does suck. I feel it does, like yeah. You're going through that. I'm sorry. You know, years ago, um, if this had happened, I would have just went into a tailspin of depression. I'd be like, oh, the world's after me. Nothing's going right. But now I'm just I'm more zen with it because I have the the resources to get it fixed and all that. And mm-hmm. it's not cancer. I'm not dying. Nobody's dying. So I'm dealing with this a lot better than I used to. Well, that's good. Yeah. And I, I noticed that. that. Yeah. 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 Success. Which leads, it leads me to my first topic, actually. Uh, I don't know if you heard about this uh, Miss America lady, Chelsea Christ. No, I she haven't. She was uh, I Miss, America. Miss America. Well, she was. She's from North Carolina. She, I think she was Miss America in 2019. She killed herself in New York. Oh. Wait, what? Yeah, she was. Uh, she worked on Extra. She was a Miss America winner. And she's 30 years old. She was in New York, and she just jumped off a building. Oh, this is the saddest shit ever. Yeah, that's not what I expected you to say. Well, you know, I was on the tangent of being positive and realizing that things could be worse. And her face just popped in my head when I was talking. Um, mm-hmm. well, I think that we should just go ahead and put a message in our podcast right now that suicide is never the answer. I feel like it I've is been not about it a lot recently. And if you need help, you should definitely call ask for help there's a hotline and i will put that in the description for this episode actually yeah i think that's a good idea yeah look at us Hmm. well um yes that's very sad and unfortunate you just never know what's going on in someone's life you never ever ever know um but tell me something happy I know. Yeah, I started that off terrible. That's like a third or fourth topic. My apologies. Um, Seriously. Yeah. You have some good news, right? Um, I do. Well, so. Something. I have, I have all sorts of things that I wanted to talk to you about. I well, make it positive. Me. I think I fucked it up. Well, I don't know if I can call this positive. But so I read a very interesting article that I then have been thinking a lot more about. Um, But so apparently there was a survey done by the American Nurses Association, and it's something like 73% of black nurses feel like there's a high prevalence of racism in nursing, but only 23%. It was like 73%. I, wow. I want to say it was 73 and 27, but those numbers could be slightly off. However, no, that's it. An extreme amount, you know, the majority of black nurses feel like racism is very prevalent, and a minority of white nurses feel like 
racism is prevalent, which wasn't shocking for me to read at all. But it just kind of made me stop and think about how there is a lot of racism, I think. And and it's not like hateful racism, but just your type of racism that you that like goes undetected for many white people, but many, you know, but like as a black person, you really pick up on it and feel it. And I feel like the only reason I notice half of it is from our conversations together. And then I was thinking about, then I heard this really interesting um, interview of, I'm trying to remember who was being interviewed, but basically the whole point of it was like changing, you know, you have oftentimes in high school classes, you have your AP and accelerated classes that are mostly white. And then you have your non-accelerated that are mostly black. And yeah. the whole point of this like program was to change that and to give the kids the opportunity and to like literally fix the problem, which it was a student who took a step back and realized like, wait, why is this happening and how do we change this? And A, it made me feel like, God, why did I never take a step back and like, it's always something I've noticed. It's just never something I stopped to think about, which I think says a lot. Just in, like, society, you know, I feel like I'm a pretty aware person, generally. But then I was thinking, literally, like, up last night, couldn't sleep thinking about this, how there are three hospitals within our hospital system, and one is very much inner city. And, like, pretty much all the patients that that hospital sees are inner-city kids. And the nursing makeup of that hospital is completely different than the other two hospitals. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought about that? Yes. It's glaring. You can't help but notice it. <laughs> yeah. So I've never... You can't like, help it. I've literally never... I've noticed it, but I've never thought about it so i wanted to pick your mind on all of that <laughs> well there as you said there are three campuses um within the, the company that we both work for one uh, minority nurses are damn near non-existent and that's the one where we used to work at together and then right. the one i'm at now it's slightly better and the other one you're talking about is it's rare to even see a white person. So, yeah, you notice it as soon as you walk in. You can't help. I was just like, damn, what? Oh, wow. This is something. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, yeah, it's it's unsettling. But I think it's just people want to be around who they're comfortable. I don't even know if it's racist or it's just a comfort level thing. On both right. sides. Like, I don't know if black people want all white medical staff. It's just a comfort Here's level. Here's my thing. How does that even happen? Is it HR that's getting applications and they're like, oh, well, you can go to this hospital? Or is it managers recruiting certain people? Or is it nurses think- having friends? Like, I'm confused as to how it's happened. Well, I think it ties into the 
the way you started the conversation, if the black nurses don't, if they feel things are a little skewed at like the top campus, then naturally they will go to the one near the city. If they feel like they're not being treated fairly, then yeah, right. they'll go to the other one. So I think it, they may start at one and then be like, you know what? Let me just go to where I'll be comfortable. Right. <laughs> so that leads me to my next question, which is how often did you feel like racist? Um, I don't know. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, not mannerisms or just did you feel like you experienced racism um, in the hospital? Every day, <laughs> especially when I had longer hair. Yeah. So give me some examples. Well, I noticed when I cut off my dreads slash braids, the same people that I worked with like every day that wouldn't even approach me when I cut my hair off. They would just, they would walk up to me and they just felt, they were just more comfortable at that point. Or when I had a jacket on and my tattoos were covered, they would speak to me. But when my arms were out, it was just, I don't know. I think I was just imposing just by being. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I felt it. I never felt like Will. I always felt like the black guy named Will. Mm-hmm. Not so much anymore because I'm extremely popular, popular now, but. <laughs> In the beginning, I felt well, it. Because you have a podcast, obviously. <laughs> a podcast, I have albums, and I'm just popular at the job at both campuses. But before, and I just felt like I had the weight of the world on my shoulders. And I still feel like that sometimes. It's like I can't lash out. I can't get angry because then the next black dude that wants to work in this hospital won't get hired because I, I lost mm. my shit. And I carry that huh. pressure with me every single shift. When somebody That's says something stupid, I have to walk it off because there's a 20-year-old black dude that may want to be a nurse or may want to work in the operating room. And if I lose my shit, he's not going to get hired. And I carry that pressure with me every single day <laughs> because I, hmm. I I know that's what will happen. But, yeah, I feel it. Not as, it's, not as, it's not as bad as it used to be, just, again, because I think people are just used to me now, but – if you're a new person starting, yeah, it's 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 different. It's like going to a new school. Everybody has their cliques. As you know, it's yeah. just it's more cliquish, but when all the click looks the same, it just it has a different connotation to it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just But really overt racism, overt ra- no, I can't. I'm not gonna sit up and say I've ever nobody's ever asked me if I wanted some watermelon or I never felt overt racism at the job. I can't say that. It's more so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Makes sense. I mean, I good. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. There's there's a far way to go. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, yeah, it is. But I think like I had an interesting conversation today with um, someone who we were just talking about, like you know people who then are racist or make do things that come off um you know like are very just not um very insensitive that's the word i'm looking for but they don't even realize yeah. it um to patients you know like you 
don't think that you're being racist or you don't consider yourself a racist person and you consider yourself like equal, but you, you don't even realize that what you're doing or how you're thinking or, you know, you're assuming something about someone and that it is. And I think that's a lot of what this article was about too, is that, I mean, in healthcare, no one can deny that there's clearly an issue of racism because when you just look at health outcomes between white and black people, it's huge. Yeah. Well, that comes from not knowing people that don't look like you and only going by what you read and what you see on television. I mean, the, the reason black women are treated so differently during like pregnancy and stuff is because on television, nothing can hurt them. They're not human. They don't feel pain. And so when they come into a hospital with white healthcare workers, they're just like, oh, this doesn't hurt. I know you don't feel pain. You're not the same. You're not like us. Because they don't know anybody that doesn't look like them in real life. Did we have this and conversation just, recently? Yeah. I, just, I was going to well, say, I just had this conversation a while ago. with someone. We, I think we or did maybe it. Maybe it was a happened. while ago. Yeah, something happened, and we talked, like, pregnancy and stuff. But, yeah, uh, yeah it, you know, it does happen. Some And some white people, it's not all racism. It's just they don't know black people. They don't know any black people in real life. Right. Well, so. so here's the thing, like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a racist person. I, you know, definitely believe in quality and trying. That would be really odd <laughs> if you were and you just was like, mm-hmm. you know what, you know what I hate? And I'd be like, uh oh. <laughs> it would be really awkward. Um, a little bit, I yeah. Was, I was thinking back to like, you know, I don't know, different things that maybe I've said or done. And I'm like, gosh, that maybe wasn't. It's just, you know, being unaware. Right. There's a not difference between, yeah, just not being aware, being, the not aware ignorance and just the bias ignorance. Yeah. They're too different. And black people can, we can pick up on it. It's like, oh, this white girl just don't know. Or, oh, that white girl, she's racist. Like, it's, we can pick up on it. Like, it's a different tone. We're not stupid. We know when someone just hasn't been around us and when someone just doesn't like us. Yeah. And it's okay to ask a question. Like, it doesn't make you racist to ask a question and be like, I just don't understand. Can you explain it to me? Right. I do that all the time. If I hear something and I don't get it, I'll ask. Yeah. No, it's definitely, definitely what you should do. Yeah. I don't mind looking stupid for a couple seconds if it stops me from saying something stupid in the future. Mm. Well, that's true. I do it it all the time. (laughs) Great point. Yeah. Great point. I also have Uh, worked with women for over a decade, so you better learn what to say and what not to say or you're going to get in trouble. (laughs) You learn quickly. (laughs) Indeed. Or I don't know. Maybe you don't learn that quick. You have been doing, you've been working with women for a long time. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's it's been great. It's it's so great. It's so great. So fun. Yeah. So so much fun. Well, what else is going on? I'm trying to think of all the things that I hear that I'm like, oh, I got to talk to Will about this and that. Are you up on the metaverse? 
Ugh, is that the stupid Facebook thing? <laughs> that, I don't know if you can say it. that. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, they own a lot of it. Mark Have you tried the himself? Oculus, though? No. You I tried the know. Oculus? I don't uh, know what that is. It's like All a virtual reality thing. Facebook's value went down by like $10 billion today. <laughs> I, I think it was billion with a B and not million, but I could be wrong about that. Seems very, that seems like a lot of money. But, um, oh, it is. Yeah. So I know that the struggle is real because TikTok's doing so well. And basically, investors are worried because Mark Zuckerberg can't tell them what the future looks like. He's I just did hear buy that. TikTok. <laughs> He'll buy them. I, I thought that TikTok was owned by Facebook. I was actually surprised to learn that today that they are not owned. Not TikTok. yet. And who created TikTok? <laughs> it started in China, so I'm not really sure. Hmm. But I know he'll buy it. Just like he bought Instagram, he's like, I don't feel like competing. Here's a check. <laughs> mm. What are your and thoughts just about buy it. the Winter Olympics that are about to start in China? <laughs> I've never watched them. But what? The, I mean, all the, nah, what, what event in the Winter Olympics would I be interested in? Mm, I don't know. I'm obviously exactly. really into ice skating. <laughs> Wanted to yeah, be an ice skater I, when I was little. That's fair. But I just, I'm not going to watch figure skating for hours. I but mean, I saw all the parameters. Like, you can't even celebrate. So I'm just like, well, why even have it? <laughs> they don't want you to celebrate. They don't want you to clap. The families can't come. Why? Just, well, don't do it. <laughs> it's really sad because a lot of these athletes literally train their entire lives i mean every day all day is all they do is train 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 and then Mm. for covid to like throw it off so bad that just sucks i feel bad for them well why would uh, i mean why china though and i i don't i'm not anti-china because i don't have no i don't hate anybody but i'm just saying like why why have it there (laughs) i agree I agree, because you would think that it wouldn't be in China with, you know, the fact that they started a world pandemic. Exactly. I'm not saying I'm not saying that, like, you know, the Chinese people's fault. I have no idea why or how it started, but it definitely started in China. So no matter what that there's that. But apparently it's. um I don't know. It's very political, which, you know, shocker. Mm. And it also has to do with the fact of, like, how fast they can accommodate and, like, put on the Olympics, essentially. So China will – I was listening to just a very interesting thing about, you know, people who are protesting it because there's, like, tens of thousands of – People who have been essentially um, like slave working, preparing for the Olympics. Mm. There's all these political issues, so people are protesting it. But it all comes down. It's like the International IOP, something like that. 
and they decide. Yeah, and it's just political. It's so political. What's not political, though? Yeah. So many people just so ugh, selfish. Hateful. Yeah. In <laughs> a bad way. It's in. It's worldwide. Everybody has a terrible group of people in their country. But I, I, I just think it's gonna probably be the lowest rated. You got a lot of countries that probably won't even go. So I'm just like, either move it or postpone it. But to even go through with it for those athletes, especially who've been training. When no one's going to be there, no one's going to watch it, no one will see it. It's just like, uh, I don't know. I mean, and then, I you know, that. I didn't even I, I didn't even know it was happening until a couple months ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch Olympic events. I, I watch track, the 100 meters. That's the only Olympic event I'll watch. Mm. Well, they do have, exciting. like, track, but on ice skates. Yeah, the leotards throw me off. No, there it's like suits. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No one gets hit though. It's kind of like you know, like hit each other. Um, Maybe hockey. I maybe hockey. I hate hockey. Speaking of Olympics, however, um, (laughs) there is an Olympian on this season of The Bachelor, and I think her name is Marlena. I like her, but. So a stupid thing that this season of The Bachelor is pissing me off. I like really. I think I said that last time, but it's still pissing me off. But you said uh, you were done last last the last I'm, season. You were going to retire. I'm obviously not going to stop watching because I'm addicted. However, I am going to hate on it. So okay. she's an oh, Olympian. Wow. Yeah, and she's a runner. And one of the really stupid activities the producers have the girls do is do tackle football, which mm, all right. I have my own issues with. And um, <laughs> her team won because basically, as long as they could get her the football, she was no one's gonna catch her <laughs> and freaking just take off. And it was oh. so funny. It actually was funny to watch, um, and that was entertaining. And I like her, but the rest of it, Mert. You know she's not going to win, though. No. <laughs> she's definitely There's no way he's going to start a relationship with a better athlete than him. Yeah. That's Yeah, that's not sexy. He was a pro football player, too, so. Oh, wait a minute. Maybe. Maybe. Wait, what's his name? Clayton, Clayton. Yeah. Oh, he's a bench, a bench player. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, tough break. Maybe they will find yeah. love. Uh, I don't see it, but who knows? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> there was a ex football player, Jesse Palmer. You're a bachelor. I know you know. You've heard his name. Yeah, the name sounds familiar, but I couldn't tell you who that is. He was a bachelor. He was a quarterback. That's the only person I know from the bachelor. Because he played behind Eli. And I was he just must like, have oh, been he's. been on a long time ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
at least it had to be at least 10 years because he's been out of the league for a long time. I think he was still a backup quarterback when he was on the bastion. Oh, really? And he does like a, yeah, he does like extra or some shit. He's like a oh, yeah. TV personality now. One of those. Yeah. <laughs> it just didn't work out for football. He didn't find love. So he's like, you know what? I'll just do this. I'll talk about what the celebrities are wearing. Yep. Easy paycheck. That works out for a lot of them. So can't hate on that. I mean, I would, I would do it too if it guaranteed a check. Yeah, a big mm-hmm. check. A big check. Mm-hmm. I was, well, I'm not even going to talk about the podcast I was listening to because it's embarrassing. Because I do actually like to listen <laughs> to some of the Bachelor People's podcasts. But there's one, a guy who, his podcast is all about like making money. He previously was a banker and then, you know, has just kind of, he was riding the bachelor social media bandwagon wave. I mean, which he mm. totally admits, but he's made a podcast that's all about money. And it's actually really interesting. And something I told my dad, I would learn more about go figure. My Jewish dad is um, not happy with how much we know about money. Mm. So, and I I'm think because stunned. I know, I know it's shocking. <laughs> because after his father passed away, he's had to do a lot of like, you know, when someone dies, you have to figure out a lot of money things. And so mm. he called us up and like lectured us about how we needed to learn more about finance and money and investing and all this stuff. Because when he's when he dies, we need to know about it. I like dark quick. Um, but well, but he made it. That's a good like a point. typical dad conversation, though. Like old, yeah. older men don't give a fuck about how you feel. <laughs> yeah, no, he made a good point, and it actually is something that I have always been interested in. Well, that's not true. I, when I was little, I was not interested. My dad offered <laughs> to give us each money to invest in the stock market, and I was like, no. I don't want to do that. And now I look at how much of a spoiled brat I was. I wish I'd had that guidance. I just, well, I've been in like investing in stock for the last probably six or seven years, but I just got into like the big boy version of it. But I wish I had that knowledge. I just saw a post that you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So tell me what you started. Well, I started a Roth account. Like a retirement in addition to the 401. Mm-hmm. And then I, I just like put a, a grand IRA. in. Mm-hmm. And I put a grand in and just S&P 500, which is like a culmination of a lot of stocks. It's just like you get one portfolio, but you own a lot of, well, you have a small piece in a lot of companies. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, I just dove in, man. I just dove on in. Look at you, Will. Where did you learn what I know. to do? What to do? Uh, well, I heard S and P. Like people were talking about it. Just I was walking by somebody, and then <laughs> as that's just how my brain works, and I googled like, it and researched hmm. it. Yeah, and I just got into it. When I say the people were talking about it, it was surgeons who are very successful. I was so clearly <laughs> it was like some someone who was rich. Where you're like, okay, yeah. I'm going to do what you're doing. 
Yeah, they they the two men that were talking both on a plane. And so I was just like, okay, okay, I like what you're saying. And so I keep going. Did some research and yeah, did some research and got into it. Oh, you should talk. And I've about already that. made two dollars. <laughs> no way. In twenty four, that's right. In twenty four hours, I made two. That's eight quarters. Well, so. I can tell you this: this is something that I have picked up from my dad. And really, when I say that, you should um, reach out to. I want my dad to teach people about money. I think I've said that on here before, but um, the stock market is... I want him to be on here and just, we just pelt him with questions about how to get rich. Sure, he would do that. But I think he would he would probably lose interest after a while, like talking to two poor people. He'd be like, oh God, that's well, just a stupid question. So. <laughs> I don't think so. All right. Like well, that would be a, that would be like a financial episode. That would be cool. Yeah. No, I think it'd be great. I mean, finance from the Jewish man, from the Jewish doctor. Can you ask for someone better to give you advice? No. You you literally cannot. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going down a Rolodex. You li- no. There's there's no better person to ask. Especially him, because he's obsessed with it. But so, what I was going to say is the one thing that I've really taken away from just hearing him in the background for my entire life is that the stock market <laughs> is not about, it's not an overnight, you know, it's the long, people who really yeah. make money make money putting it in and keeping it in there for a long time. Mm-hmm. And that's why I started this account as opposed to just buying individual stocks. Because I was doing that like every paycheck, I would just buy something. But then I was just like, this is not really building as fast as I would hope or at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's but I do try to make like a point. Gambling. Pretty much. And I try to make a point of everything that I, electronics, clothes, anything that I buy or support, I own a piece of. Nike, Apple, oh, Sony. Interesting. Everything in my house, I own a piece of. Very small piece, but a piece nonetheless. And it also gets rid of the guilt of buying shit you don't need. It's like, well, I'm a shareholder, so I didn't really waste <laughs> any money. <laughs> I kind of helped That's myself. That's why you do it. Yeah. When I buy a $500 piece of Apple equipment, I'm like, you know what? These headphones, I kind of own them already, so it's not a big deal. Basically, this money is going back into my own pocket. So yeah. that's that's exactly what I say when I'm at the register. Because <laughs> I just got the the AirPod Max, the big headphones, and that's uh, how I justified it. I haven't it. seen those. The what? Max. Yeah, Mm-mm. you got it. They're sensational. You'll love them. They're the best thing on the market. Are they small <laughs> like AirPods? No, or they're they- huge. They cover they cover half your face. So they're like feet. Yeah, but better because they're Apple. Mm, interesting. They're, I mean, they're good for if you fly a lot. I would suggest them because the noise canceling is pretty cool. But you oh, know, is, I just got them to walk around. And how much are they? Because actually, my um, noise canceling headphones broke not that long ago, and so I happen to be in the market for headphones. Well, you're in luck, Miss Walker. 
they're only five hundred and fifty dollars. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, you should do it. My Amazon like fifty (laughs) dollar headphones that I thought I was spending a lot of money on. Yeah, Uh, it's not a purchase you need if you don't. I mean, I don't fly anywhere right now, but I just like the way they look. And, you know, the noise canceling aspect, when I'm walking into work with those on, I can't hear shit. People mm-hmm. are just speaking, and I, I don't know what they're saying. It's it's great. I mean, I feel that way with my AirPods. It, it, they tune so much noise out that kind of makes me feel nauseous. You know, like if your ear's clogged and you're not hearing everything and you kind of feel like, ooh, a little sick right now. I will say with the noise canceling turned on, I do feel a bit vulnerable because you can't hear shit and somebody could just run up on you. But that's yeah, just me that's growing up in the city. Scary. <laughs> but it, it does cross my mind. Yeah, it crossed my mind. Like somebody could just walk up and punch the shit out of me. And I wouldn't know until I wake up. Well, I feel like but, those you know, are definitely headphones you should probably should not be wearing on the street, number one. Someone could easily nah, no, no. behind you. <laughs> yeah. Number Hell two, no. it's going to attract, there's, you know. Criminals. I don't, yeah. Yeah, the poor so. people try to rob me. Atlanta okay. is, and I'm not just saying that just because, you know, my car was damaged there because I do love my city. But it's 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 getting progressively worse every week, and I'm just. At first, I, I kind of brushed it off, but now, like, every news story, I'm like, God damn. <laughs> yeah, it is a little insane. I Yeah. Agree. I definitely agree. The Didn't I talk to you about the Scooter Boys? Didn't I talk about that in one of the, the last podcasts? Yeah, and after it, you brought it up, it was on the news. Because they were, they were caught. Have they been caught already when we talked? I can't remember. No, they hadn't been caught when you told me about them. Yeah. So these boys who were like young high schoolers, like that, but mm. they ended up breaking into like over 800 cars. It was insane because they've been Damn. they've been hitting up like Virginia Highlands, Inman Park, basically all these different neighborhoods in town, and um, it's been very interesting on next door because because they're so young. A lot of people are like, you know, they're kids, like, this isn't their fault. And then people are like, since when do we not, you know, hate on criminals and excuse criminal activity? It's been interesting. Hmm. I've been a little fly on the wall reading some of the comments and posts. However, next door is too much for me. Too intense. I got kicked off of next door. You did? But I... Yeah, apparently you have to use your real name, and I did, so they kicked me off. I just don't want people all in my shit, <laughs> but you can't use an alias, so I got kicked off. I got to send an email. I do want it, because I, I need to know when people are being, Wait, I'm surprised like, that. what's like, going how on. How do they even verify? I mean, I guess they can. I have, I have no idea, but I got an email saying, per our like requirements or guidelines you have to use your real name so your account has been suspended and i'm just like what the fuck i didn't do anything yet <laughs> i mean i'm sure there's I, all sorts of sneaky bad things that happen on next door but 
That is interesting. Well, I didn't put a fake name on because I was planning anything. I just didn't well, want no, like, I... my next door or people down the street to say, hey, Will Langford. Right. It's just like, right. ugh. <laughs> no, I I was not saying that you were trying to do something. No, no. Just no, my, no, I'm not. A, I'm too old to be a scooter boy. <laughs> yeah. Far too old. Yeah. Um, it's good they caught them. I hope they give them not jail because I don't think that'll fix the problem. But right. kind of rehab or like talk to them and see what the issue is. Like, <laughs> why this? Why, why breaking into cars? Like, I mean, I uh, think probably I what happened is they were bored. They decided to ride eight hundred cars, though. They pro- well, they probably like you know did it to one car because someone left their bag, and then they got some good stuff, and then they were like, okay, well, let's do this to a few more cars, and then the next thing you know, they become the scooter boys. I don't know. I have no clue. Mm. That's, I don't know. I guess it's just a generational gap. But when I was young and hanging out with a different group of people than I probably do now, like breaking into cars never even, it was just like, what's in there? A phone and like some costume jewelry. Like, is it really work going downtown? It, I don't know. I just, my generation of thugs never thought like that. Like, breaking in the car is just I mean, it's a waste of our time. Yeah, I think things were really different. Because don't a lot of people keep their guns in their cars and they're, like, not actually locked up? I'm pretty sure that's an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my window was broken into, like, five years ago. And my gun was under the seat. But it just let me know how scared the person that did it was. Because they, they took a book bag, but they left the gun. I'm just like, okay, you you're a rookie. Do you think they saw the gun? Like you well, you, I mean, when you're doing a and e in a car, <laughs> that's the first place you look is under the seat. So for all the gun owners out there, if you go to a restaurant and you leave your gun in the car, don't put it under the seat because that's the first place they're going to look. Just find some, another hot place in your car. So the so fact that they a, didn't look under my seat. You had a bag in the back of your car. I had a bag on, like, the passenger side on the floor because it was close to Halloween. My costume was in there. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was When they opened the bag, I'm sure they thought I was – they probably thought I was a psycho because it was, like, a <laughs> wig and a sweater. And they were just like, who the f- who is this? <laughs> I can only imagine how they – when they got back to where they were and they opened that book bag. It's like, what the fuck is going – who is this guy? Did I ever tell you? I'm sure I probably told you this story about how I collected books for like a book drive for the hospital. Yeah. They were all like pediatric books and I had them all in a suitcase and the suitcase was stolen from the trunk of the car. I told you that story, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were mad as well. Yeah. They were probably more mm-hmm. mad than the people that stole mine. <laughs> it's a hard life. <laughs> She's trying to right educate now. us. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, very difficult, it, but I still thinking... see people. Yeah. See people leave important stuff on their seat. Like when I'm just walking in a store, I'll walk by somebody's car and I'm just like, you can't be serious. That's a I dumb know. move. It really is. Someone yeah. left. I saw a phone on a seat. Like oh, a week ago okay. when I was I walking in the, 
grocery store. I actually do that all the time because what happens is your phone is in your pocket, but then it falls out. Or what happens to me more often is that I, this happened to me in my old car, especially because I would use my phone for as a GPS and I would set it up on the dashboard and then I would arrive mm. and I would forget that it's there and I'd literally leave my phone on the dashboard just sitting there. Mm. I would never, mm. I wouldn't realize it until like, you know, I'm inside wherever I'm at looking for my phone and then I'd be like, oh shoot. And then you always mm. have to worry. Yeah. I've left there. Always. In my seats by accident. I I think I'm doing, I, I am someone who does too many things at one time, and then I make mistakes like that. So. I don't think I've ever, no, I never left, well, I never left the phone, but that's mainly because I listen to music when I go shopping, or not necessarily shopping, just in the grocery store. I always have music playing. So I definitely make sure I have the phone in my pocket. So I've never left the phone because that's where the music is. Yeah. But I do see it from time to time. Yeah. Don't do it, people, if you're listening. (laughs) Yeah, definitely a bad practice. Not smart at all. Mm Mm-mm. Well, maybe. Oh, it's February. It's February. Valentine's Day is right around the corner. My birthday is right around the corner. Mm-hmm. The Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is right around the corner. We're going skiing, which is right around the corner. It's an exciting week. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, your birthday is like the day before the Super Bowl. It is. Yeesh. Yikes. I didn't even realize the Super Bowl was happening that day (laughs) until a few days ago. But clearly, I'm really... Actually, I have to say, I'm excited about the Rams being in it. Who are you going for in the Super Bowl? Uh, I like Stafford because he went to UGA, but Joe Burrow is undoubtedly the coolest white dude on the planet right now. He's just as cool as I is, man. Yeah, for Cincinnati. The way he walked into the game last week with a fur coat, the shades, the AirPods, not a care in the world. Like, it was a playoff game. He was just walking in like it was preseason. I was like, that's cool as shit, man. (laughs) That confidence is cool. So I want him to win. But I like Stafford because he went, you know, he's a bulldog. But, eh. yeah. I like his wife. I follow her on Instagram. She's like one of these weird people where we know people in common, so I feel like I know her, but I do not know her at all. I mean, you kind of do. If you have more than two mutual friends, then you're kind of friends. That's how I look at it. I mean, you have more yes than two? and no. She also, like, her kids went to the Kardashians' kids' birthday party because they now live in the same neighborhood. So, like, Yes, we may know people. Yeah, because they live now. Ever since moving to LA, I'm pretty sure they moved to Calabasas. And well, you kind of have to, don't you? You know what I'm saying? If you're a millionaire, yeah. So comes with it. Like you know, we know people, but like also we, we, 
Though Kanye was my parents' neighbor many, many years ago. So, you know. Oh, flex on them. (laughs) We have more crossover than I I thought about originally. That's, you are two steps away from being a reality show star. Yep. Yep. You just got to say some controversial shit and you'll get your own show. Ryan Seacrest will call you. <laughs> Ryan Seacrest. Kardashians are some, gone. I know someone who knows Ryan. He grew up in Atlanta. I do too, actually. I do too. Somebody went to high school with him. She's a good yep. friend of mine. Yep. See. So, <laughs> I guess we are. We're, we're kind of famous. We're kind of hot shit. Now I think about it, <laughs> with all the famous people we know. And I yeah. met Jay Z twice, so I mean, we're like we're friends. No, oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I met him once when I was in high school, and then I met him a second time just downtown by the W. <laughs> it was the weirdest shit ever. I saw, I saw one of my idols across the street, and I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to walk over there. And I just I walked up and <laughs> talked to him. It's things like that that make me realize, like, how small the world is and how you must pass the same people multiple times without ever realizing it because when you Mm -hmm. realize that you've seen the same famous person more than once like you you're definitely having that exact same thing with other people you just don't realize it hmm that's deep (laughs) yeah like think about all the people that you've probably passed or interacted with and you just there's you're just not clued into the fact that you've already interacted before. You've already seen each other. Hmm. Yeah. I'm sure that does happen a lot. Atlanta's big, but it's not that big. So I mean, I that makes a lot like of sense. The actually. world, the world is big. But yeah, it's not that big. It's very true. And yeah. Well, we should leave it on that thought. I know. Yeah, that was a you. That was a deep way to go out. I just I decided that many years ago because I met I was I met Jimmy Carter twice and they were both like kind of random and I was like you know if I have met and interacted with Jimmy Carter twice then there are definitely a lot of other people that I have interacted with on multiple occasions that I just don't Mm. realize. That's a very good point. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right. That was a solid ending, then. That reality show you is going to be incredible. (laughs) Good. Ryan, call me anytime. (laughs) Oh, Ryan. All right. Well, cool. Enjoy your birthday and the Super Bowl. Thanks, William. I know. It's exciting. Yeah. We'll talk yeah. when I get back, and I'll tell you all about the slopes and the pow. Yeah, that'll <laughs> make poor people hate us more. <laughs> I'm just I'll serious. probably just be doing snow angels. Let's be real. I'm not as long as you myself. get out of the city for a minute, it's cool. Everybody needs a vacation. God. It doesn't matter what you do on it. I have got to leave Atlanta. I feel like I haven't left this city in way too long, making me feel claustrophobic. Yeah. 
I completely okay, agree. Well, well, all right then. We'll see you soon. Yay! <laughs> that was weird. Yeah, it was so weird.